News in progress. Behind the scenes. Three. Two. On the current state of music, like what you've been up to, what your production has, what you think been added to the mix down there in Miami. I know you were telling me before offline that you like work with a lot of like local artists, essentially. They not, they up and coming, let's say, right? They on their way up. Right. Some of them, some of us, we know already they're on it, but they still make it move, you know? Got a lot of work to put in out here. <laughs> what you think your, your, your music is doing for that, that whole culture? Um, I feel like, um, I'm saying the example and also like, I'm just, uh, I'm bringing something, I, I feel like I'm bringing something new to the table. I feel like, um, cause- In what way? Yeah, my creativity, like the way my beats knock and um, the way I, uh, so the way some of my beats just sound, you wouldn't really expect like a tip, a traditional beat if you get what I'm saying. You have something to play real quick? To, you have an example? Handy? Uh, <laughs> Not to put yeah. you on the spot. It's okay. We will can loop it in Okay, so I'm a major like Kanye fan, right? I don't know if you're watching any of the stuff on Netflix and, you know, Kanye just always just, I know how it is right now, especially younger people. It's like a generational gap, maybe between us, you're 21, I'm 35. I'm a big Kanye fan, right? Do you think mm-hmm. you're like that type of creative genius, the way Kanye pushes himself? Like, I thought that was going to be great. Um, or are you more humble? <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> uh, I would say as a producer, Kanye is the level of like, as me as a rapper, Jay Z is the level of like, gravitas I need to be at. Like, nah, I'm lit. I already know you. I already know, you know? Like, Kanye to me is that level for producers. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Me and Kanye. I don't know. We're in different, uh, that's different a good generations. Question. I don't know. I have I haven't seen the Netflix. I just I I know the bare minimum about it, bro. I can't really okay. you know what I'm saying. What was your he's, he's fire though? He's golden. Golden, right? He's I would because well, I'm saying his production style, I would say, like when he first came out, right? Like in the first episode of the what they're showing right now in the documentary, whatever, showing him basically songs that we know turned number one. People in the beginning days like, nah, that won't sound like no. Like, even though it sounds so different, like we're not about you know how the industry is very like safe like they they were a safety net you know the music industry is very hard to pop out and be something new you know even though the fans and everything the industry just takes mad long to to catch up or whatever especially i think on this side in the east coast west coast is a little bit different definitely go over there and catch a vibe but on our side it's like i call it the i-95 you know it's like that trap music you come up here to new york it's that east coast music go down there and that boom trap music and then that's it (laughs) how do you stand out of that um, people want to know. How do I stay up with it? Is what you ask? Like stand out. You're saying that you think your music is okay. So I want to know, like, why? What What I'm gonna say is that um, around 2019, um, there was this artist named Glock Nine that was coming out, mm-hmm. and his style of beats, it was a really Florida sound. Um. I personally can't really explain it. I really would have to show you. Hey, okay. It's a, it's a, it's, it's an example I have to show you. So um, with me, I have a Florida sound. So if I went to California and I played some Florida sounds, it's, it's not, it's, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to listen to it. Cause it's, you're not used to, it if you get what I'm saying. I so what you're saying. I feel like I stand out, but 
I had, of course, I had to transition to make, you know, more industry sounds and stuff like that. But I, I personally feel like my sound is different. My instruments, the way I place my stuff, and things like what that. What instruments do you use mostly? Like drum, little kicks, and um, you create I like use... those little packs. Like I know a lot of producers. I listen to a lot of stuff too. Like as an artist, I got to know a little bit of it, right? So like I know a lot of producers just being on like packs and selling like a lot, like creating a lot of like stuff to like just. I know you have beat stars, so I know you gotta like put yourself out there for people to find you too. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. So with me. With my sounds, I really, so really, I really just get them from like big producers and I just kind of tweak them out, compress them, you know, play with them to, to my liking. And then, you know, I keep it in a folder and then I use those for all the sounds that I get. Do you play any instruments? I play piano. Piano. I'm about to say, I'm like, probably piano. One, two, three, a little keys. <laughs> Give you a little yeah. bass line. I mean, I mean, I started strumming on the, the guitar even, right? Because it's like, even as a rapper, you need some kind of musical instrument. I think it just keeps you a little bit, you know? My instrument is my voice, but I still need, like, strumming and I'm trying right. to learn awesome. the piano a little bit. Musically here. inclined. Yeah. Yeah, musically inclined. I think the more you have it, a lot of artists don't have that, especially in hip-hop, right? It's like, we're not musicians. I'm like, yeah, but we are. Like, you know what I mean? Like I say, I use the Jay-Z level. Like, he's, he's like, he got inducted into the rock and roll form. Hall of Fame or what you know you don't achieve those things unless you kind of have the whole package you may not have to do everything but you definitely should know what things are do you feel like when you work with artists who are more musically inclined like they understand is it easier to or when you meet someone who's just like your friend from the corner he had a dope flow or dope cadence and you're like nah you gotta jump on this song do you feel like those types of artists are easier to work with they have more of a future idea creative something oh honest oh honesty um it, it uh, to me i feel like i have enough beats to like even if a mm. person was like musically inclined or he just is just has a good flow i we i still can make music with him like there's no I there's no you. limit with me I if that makes sense so yeah you have enough you have enough confidence and you have enough like have enough sounds. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm versatile enough. Yeah. Versatility. Um, I worked with an artist. His name was Mac. He was like the first artist that kind of introduced me to music. I came from management, but it was like art actors and stuff like that. So when I got to LA, mm. I started working with this other artist, really to just be his sober coach because, you know, when it comes to music, there's a lot of other stuff that goes on, drugs, you know how I'd be, right? So it was like very much like that in LA. Um, right. Anyway, what I'm saying is I played his man in the management role, so I got into a lot of studios. We got really, really close to working with the guys who helped produce um, the first versions of um, Will I Am, like, um, what do you call it? Not no groups. Black Eyed Peas. Oh, my God, no groups slipped my head. The Black Eyed okay. Peas, their first, first, first album. His name was Rick. And he kind of had the same mentality. It was the first time I was in a studio where I walked in and I'm like, well, you don't even know this artist. And he's like, no, I have something in my library for you. And he started just playing. Like, what do you like? He started playing stuff with like guitar leads and then like piano leads and then other types of songs. Like he just had it ready to go. So is that something mm -hmm. that producers just have? Like you just always just working on something. And then if an artist comes in and it's like, all right, we'll just go back to our library. And, or do you find an artist and like, let me create something for you? Uh, honestly, it depends. <laughs> it, I it honestly it comes with time i feel like I as like a that. producer mm -hmm. yeah because um over time you'll just start to you'll just start to find um what's, what's the word i'm using like your niche 
like your niche and also you'll start to get more comfortable if you get what i'm saying like uh i get you it. could like experiment you could experiment, experiment with different more. sounds right, like guitar right, right. beats piano you get what i'm it's saying the same so, with rapping well performing rapping it's like the more like my first project i was like i don't even know if people think i could do it now i'm like recording i'm in the yes last night you catch me and it's like okay we're recording you, know you know you get to <laughs> you get That's better true. at what you do yeah what was your and, what was your second question you asked me a second part uh, I forgot already. <laughs> it's all right. We can get into more of like your personal life. Okay, so you say you started when you were around. How old were you when you started? Ten, right? No, it's like sixteen. Tenth grade. Tenth grade. Tenth grade. Okay. Yeah, tenth grade. grade is a a space with a lot of us like supposed to be focusing on school. I started like taking my dance and my performance more seriously in tenth grade. I joined the cheerleading squad, so I I kind of get that too. Um, mm. what do you think about it? Is in high school that draws us to like music and like, hmm, maybe I can just create this, not just like a lover of it. Cause that's what we start first, right? I love music and like listening to it. Then you think you can do it, you know? Uh, what do you honesty, think about it? <laughs> honestly, I've, I've been, I started pen tapping in um, elementary. I didn't start making beats until- Pen tapping? 10th grade, till 10th grade. So really I've been pen tapping since like- What's pen tapping? Four, like it's like beating on a table with a pen. Oh, pen tapping. Oh, yeah, pen tapping. Lit. So I've been doing that for the longest, and then until the tenth grade, I just I was like, how to make beats. I went on YouTube. I looked up how to make beats on on computer, mm-hmm. and then um, I seen a program popped up. I started, but first I started making beats on my phone, and then I transferred over to my uh, desktop. What do you <laughs> use, like GarageBand at first, or something basic? Nope, nope. I use FL Studio. FL Studio. Okay. Cool. So this um, article is going to be geared to people who are trying to be like you, right? So it's like we want to give them a little bit of crumbs, things that they can, oh, you can try this. FL Studios is how the producer started there, you know? I'm going to tell them that I found you on BeatStars. A lot of people don't even know they can have, like, stuff up there. Um, All right, cool. So you got to use your resources. There you go. You just said it. Using resources. So... What's the most litest rapper from your area? Rick Ross? In the last five years, 10 years. You see, I listen to a lot of YGs. YGs. You got to school me because that's outside of my, I'm like, here where I'm at, Rick Ross. Oh, Ross, okay. Like, I listen, <laughs> I listen, I listen to a lot of up and, not, I, I listen to a lot of the new generation, if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, Gen Z, the one millennial, that, I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so in my in my opinion, I feel like the best to me because I listen to them a lot because they motivate me is Bobby Fishka and Golden Boy Counter. They're still coming up though, but okay. those are my favorite. Um, I like Glock Nine too. Oh my God, I work with him a lot. What about female artists? Are you working with? I'm a female artist. What you feel about mm. rappers, females coming coming more into the space? Not sex talk rappers, just actually rapping, just like boys. <laughs> actually, um, I actually have worked with some, but they're not they're not uh as big as the ones that I worked with that, that are males. If you get what I'm saying. What do you think that is though? You think it's like a marketability? Oh no, I feel like women can get farther. Me too. So I'm yeah, because like all you need to do is just have a good image and a good flow. You got it. Walking That's just how I like, feel about it. Yeah. All right. Are you gonna send me some beats with like? 
Oh no, we don't. We don't tap. We can mix it up out here in New York. You know, I'm kind of lit. <laughs> I got you. We don't, we don't no, yeah, no, that's what's up. Okay, so we talked about your past a little. I want to talk about more about 10th grade though, like when you started. Like, I feel like there's more there. What made you start? What was going on in your life at that time? School was going good. House life was good. No drama. <laughs> no mm. issues. You see, I was a bad, I was a troubled kid when I was um, in elementary and middle school, but 10th, ninth grade, my life kind of changed. I guess I got a little bit more mature and I noticed that like you could get in trouble, serious mm-hmm. trouble for, mm-hmm. you know, doing bad things. Right. So I wasn't a bad kid in school. Um, I I was a decent, I, I, I had, I was like a C, like a B minus um, student. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot. I just been pen tapping for so long. I I just was wondering how can I make beats like literally yeah. beats. So I started making beats on my phone, and then I transferred over onto my desktop. Um, Would you say it's something that kind of you already knew was there before you started like showing people that this is what you do? You knew like on the inside, like yo, I think I'm gonna be good at this, like for real. Yeah, cause I just fell in love with it as soon as I started making beats on my um phone. I literally remember every time I came home from school, I literally, I, I didn't do my homework. I literally just <laughs> I love that. make beats first and then do my homework. Do my homework. You know what I'm I just made beats. <laughs> that's your, that's going to be a quote. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay. Okay. So what kind of family structure did you grow up in? And like your mom and dad was there. You have siblings. Um, yeah. My, I grew up fighting with for the internet, my- anything like that. Like any struggles along the way? Like, did you have to like grow up fighting for the internet, getting a computer, you know, or you always had like stuff in your room accessible? Oh uh, yeah, I grew up in a two-parent household. I have, I have one sister. Um, mm-hmm. Everything was stable, you know. You know the, you know the typical. We typical we struggled here. And there. <laughs> yeah, you know. Do they support struggles. you? Like they know, like they support your pen tapping. No, nah, they hated it. My dad actually told me to stop. Told you to stop? Oh, he told God. me, my dad told me to stop. I love the parents that tell us to quit stories. It's like, when I get my Grammy, remember that he told me to quit. They'd be the same ones. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be the same ones that we asked for stuff. Too. They're the one that be clapping for you. That's my son. You're just a good son. Shaking my head, man. That's me, bro. But that, that's the, I, I always tell us as black creators. I mean, that's, the, I think, the offset with, I see a lot of my white friends out here. The kid that I worked with, he was a white kid and his parents were funding. That's why I was able to manage him getting into the black IP studios because we got money like you know what I mean right the offset with us it's like we may not have the money and the parent or whatever but that humbleness is what makes us real hustlers like I think like you know what I mean like I'm gonna <laughs> make it out here. my point exactly yeah so much so many of us do like you know what I mean because it's achievable and that's what right. we also tell in this interview is like to let people know like if you had a dream or you have one you want to be like Woodley or like T just do it man like you know what I mean it's really just about all this what other um stuff do you listen to right now? Like I know there's like drink champs podcasts. Do you listen to any current stuff to find out like industry insider tips uh, to keep you lit? I listen, I listen <laughs> honestly, I just I don't listen. I, okay, so this is what I do. I don't listen into any mu- music related podcasts, but I do listen to a lot of self-improvement podcasts, a lot of attraction podcasts. But um, on the flip side, I do watch name, a lot can of. Can you name one of them? Self improvement. Like give us a tip. Um, I listen. Oh. He, he, Jeff Logs. He talks about self attraction. Uh, law of attraction. 
Um, who else I listen to? Nah, honestly, he's the only one I listen to. Okay, I listen to him. Yeah, Jeff Jeff Logan. He's fire. Um, but on the other side, I like I watch a lot of producer interviews. The ones that are like are top, the ones that are like getting the big bags. I watch a lot of those. I like Jim Jim Champs a lot. I told him um my money is I would wanna do like when we get more in person stuff and we're able to travel, whatever. I want to do more like drinks champ style where it's like you're mixing it up with someone we got a camera crew and we like burning a spliff and you know you really catch a vibe with people because yeah I'm one, we all need the content and number two I, I i feel like as a person that does interviews and stuff like this like zoom created a new way for us to like engage and like you know what i mean like we're in, yeah we're with different house, people you know yeah. what i mean I yeah so it definitely helps us i think as creatives in the longer run of these types mm. of conversations um, I want to see anything else I can pull from you to make it juicy. You want to add anything? <laughs> um, you have a, um, anything coming up, like any artists that got songs coming up that we should be looking out for? I got some, but I don't want to speak too can't much say. on it. <laughs> I hate yeah. I can't say. I can't say. All right, can't well, speak too much on <laughs> Um, got a girlfriend, boyfriend? Oh, yeah. I don't I discriminate. I just got a girlfriend like uh, six months ago. Okay, what the girlfriend feel about you being in the studio late night? She, I, I told her everything straight like beforehand. I'm very straightforward. I'm very straightforward. Straight coming and it's like I don't care what you said beforehand. This is how it is now. <laughs> no, I told women everything straight like beforehand. Like okay. straight. I'm very straightforward women. I feel like you okay, got but to. you see like marriage stuff like that in your future or are you too young to think about things like that uh, honestly i really was like with your life child <laughs> i didn't really see i don't i didn't really believe in marriage because of the mm-hmm. generation we're in but like with her yeah, I do no, see I like that. yeah just with her i do see something so i didn't believe in it either and then i got married to the person i was creating with so maybe it's something in that is she into artwork too to some degree like industry or uh, whatever she, no she has her own business though Close enough. <laughs> Cosmetics. There you go. Yeah. So y'all can y'all can join social. Y'all can merge in and out of them lanes together. That's what's up. Right. I, I support it. I support the family aspect of things. And you know, I feel like that's a big part of our generation that's lacking is that a lot of us just want to give up. You know, mm-hmm. my parents were broken up for most of my life. My husband's too. But we try, right? So yeah, right. trying, bro. Got people like me supporting you. Don't worry. Yes, Love man. lives on. <laughs> yeah, okay, thank you for cool. That. Um, all right, cool. I think we definitely got enough for a cute little write-up here. I just want to think of anything else I can just hit you up. I have your number here and your email. Um uh, so oh tell me the story that you were saying before, the crazy story of all you pulled up to some studio and there was what in the where? <laughs> okay, so I pulled up to the studio. It was it was in Miami. Um I said 305. <laughs> yeah, 305. So I pulled up, it was my first time meeting him. I stepped foot inside there. It was a big counter, but in front of it, it was a big counter. And then in front of it is, you know, the studio monitors, all the big technical stuff. And on the counter, it was full of ARs, handguns. It was, it looked cool though. It looked cool, but like there was no, you like if you were, you can't put nothing there. Like it's pulled up. <laughs> Wow. But he he wasn't by himself though, but obviously. Like, <laughs> well, I would hope. Yeah. yeah, he was he was deep. He was deep. 
But yeah, I mean, there was a few rappers that went down. They didn't Little Wayne go down for having mad guns and T.I. and a bunch of people. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know why people still even mess around with that because they could throw your whole career away. They catch you in any, you know, and they're really looking to these gangster rappers and whatever, like, right? It's in your music. So it's like, yeah, I don't know why that's You got to stay in. safe, though. True, true. I do believe in that, too. Come yeah, back, you got to stay safe. <laughs> 100%. Well, yeah, that's wild. Did you, were you scared? Please tell me. Because no? I'm bringing something to the table, so I know they're not gonna do nothing to me. <laughs> and I know the artist, the artist is like the head honcho, so it's like, yeah, yeah, I, that's I know true. nothing's gonna happen. I hear you, I hear you. Yeah, it gets crazy sometimes. You walk through a door in the music industry, you don't know what's on the other side. That's true, that's true. <laughs> so be careful, people. But no, that's dope. I mean, you survive, you're here. That's what's up. We know the Miami people in Miami, like, hey, nothing, it happened every day. <laughs> yeah, no, it happens though. Yeah, yeah, a lot of crazy things in Miami. Mm-hmm. A lot of crazy things. So, where you see yourself for the rest of the year? It's February right now, so we got Mike. The summer coming up, spring. Got a, you got any like trips coming up or anything? Major moves, major goals you want to hit this year? Honestly, it's the same goals as last year. I'm looking at my vision board right now. Not much changed. Um, I still really, you have a vision board? I don't have one. That's what's up. Oh yeah, create one every. I'm big on law of attraction. I, I personally feel like that that's what really like got me to this point. Really? Yeah. So you're like a bigger manifester than it's like I say I'm about to do this, and then you put stuff where in your space to help you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm a big manifester, I yeah. feel like. It's, it's just certain things take longer than others. That's what it is. Okay. Um, but my goals for this year, I don't really like to speak on my goals because like that's like speaking prematurely. I hear you. Um, but I definitely know I will be going out of state more because I feel like I already done what I've needed to be done over here. Okay. Yeah, so I gotta go to places like California, sure. Atlanta. Come up to New York, Atlanta. I mean, yeah, New York too. I feel like um, for me as an artist, I want to travel to places where maybe hip hop doesn't is like so kind of new, like Austin and like Vegas uh, and like you know what I mean. Like we got New York, LA, my like people, there's major artists that you know what I mean. Like I've been right. trying to explore new places around where you can just kind of like, you know, like that's for me personally. So yeah, it's, it's good to have little goals and little, mm, let me see what I could do, you know? Yeah, I hear What's you. Up? Mm-hmm. All right, my friend, well, I think that was it. Um, I'm going to drop your socials real quick here. So we have them where people can like find your music first of all. Okay. Okay, so say it out here? Mm-hmm, you could say it. Okay. Hey, man. It's Willie on the beat, man. You know what time it is. Hey. Um, go follow me. Willie on the beat. W-O-O-D-L-E-Y-O-N-T-H-A-B-E-A-T on all social medias. TikTok, YouTube, um, Instagram, and that's it. Yeah, I still get TikTok. I think I was following. I think I started following. I'm not sure, but I like it. It's putting your little beats up there. Who's yeah, not walking around that you? I'm trying to grow a little something on there. It's cool. You should do the um like I be seeing. I mean, well, you're a producer, so you want your music up there. So it is a little you gotta create probably challenges. That's what you gotta do. Like get rappers to jump on your beat. Be like, oh, this is a new Woodley, whatever challenge, so that the beat just starts getting more people. Like, you know what I mean? You know, like, oh, I'm gonna jump yeah. on it, you know. Like that's a, a producer hustle I've seen throughout the days. So try should that. actually do a, should actually do a cash challenge too. Oh yeah, that's it. That'll get more people. Money, always. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's to hear y'all. I'm here for at Live Mondays. Y'all can find me at I Let the Good Times Roll. 
We out. Thank you so much for your time. We'll see you later. Let me stop this.